How do driven entrepreneurs like you and me, who want to play the game of life at our full potential, actually do that? So that we net seven figures a year and experience the overall exceptional life. It's all about leveraging our most valuable asset, our brain. But how do we train our brain to actually rewire our autopilot so that all of the right actions and focus happens automatically without thinking? as we create the exceptional life in business, health, and our significant other relationships? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that answers them. This is where your net seven figures a year freedom begins. Well, welcome. We are excited you've joined us today again. And uh, so, John, hello. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited to, to dive into today's topic. Yes, you are today's topic. What? <laughs> yes, you heard that right. You are today's topic. And uh, so I want to hear your story. So tell your story. All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start when I became an entrepreneur. So I'll give you a little bit of just context before that. So I had worked um, for the same company out of school for nearly 14 years. Um, and it was in the staffing and the recruiting business. And But I had always wanted to run my own business. I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I just kind of got, not stuck, because I had a really fulfilling career and I loved what I did. But somehow, we talk a lot about autopilot. And mm -hmm. I just got into the, to the, the, um, I don't even want to say rut. It just was before I knew it, 14 years had passed and I hadn't started my first, you know, I hadn't started a right. business yet. Right. So, you know, it was interesting. I, I had a conversation with, um, I fully believe in the power of coaches, mentors, and I was talking mm -hmm. with this about him and, you know, he goes, you know, you've been talking about this for years. We've known each other for years and you've been talking about it, um, about starting your own business. And he said, you know, uh, let me ask you a question. You know, if we're having the same conversation three years from now, how are you going to feel about that? And I said, disappointed. Mm. And he goes, well, yeah, you know, and so it, that conversation was really the catalyst. And I thought, I've got to do this. If I don't do this. I'm going to be so disappointed in myself. So mm. at 37, 35, I uh, started my first business, which is a company called Ingenuity Advantage. It's a staffing and recruiting firm specializing in engineering placement, which is still alive and well today and thriving mm -hmm. um, 13 years later. But I moved from being an employee within an organization that I had worked up. I knew I could do it better. I loved the recruiting business, you know, and so started um, Ingenuity Advantage. We started it, by the way, in 2009, which was in the depths of nobody was hiring. You right. know, we remember what that time was like. And, you know, there were so many, I have a, I had to have a business partner in that business. And there were so many nights or, or times where we'd be sitting across from each other in the office and going, what did we do? You know, did we do the right thing? Because it was such a hard time. And mm -hmm. you know, we just keep, we know what we need to do. Just keep doing it. And as soon as the faucet comes back on, you know, it'll start. And that's exactly what happened. So after year two, year over year, double digit growth, built the business, you know, uh, over, uh, uh, well over, um, right there on the cusp of eight figures, mm -hmm. um, you know, from a revenue mm -hmm. standpoint. Mm -hmm. And we just kept hitting this ceiling. And the more revenue we um, were making, the less profit 
the harder we were working, the more stressed we were. Mm -hmm. And it was clear that what got us to where we were was not going to get us to the next level and where we wanted to take the business. And, you know, like you, John, you know, I, I know when we visited about your story, you know, I knew that I had more gas in the tank, so to speak, mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. more to offer, that I had so much potential that I was not realizing. And I remember laying in bed at night being like, God, why you have all of these big aspirations, but why aren't you doing the things you need to do to take your company to the next level? Like, you know what you need to do, right? Well, you know, uh, really, you know what you need to do. Why aren't you doing it? My business partner and I were sitting in a restaurant and I remember it just like it was yesterday because it was one of those moments in time where everything kind of shifted for me. And I remember sitting there, it was a sunny, beautiful day here in Washington state. You know, the, the sun was filtering through and you could kind of see those dust particles. And Mm -hmm. I had this feeling like that deja vu where you've been in the exact same time and space before it was one of those moments, you know? And partly why it felt that way, you know, I still had that sensation, but really why it felt that way is because we'd had the same friggin' conversation 20 times about why the company wasn't growing, employee issues, you know, leadership issues, all of these things. And I thought I kind of reflecting back on the conversation that I'd had with a mentor all those years ago when I started my business. Right. I'm like, I'm going to be so disappointed if we're having this conversation a 21st time. <laughs> right. No kidding. So I, w- I was on a mission then. I'm like, I have got to figure out the solution. You know, I, I, I need to understand how to grow our business, um, how to overcome these obstacles. I obviously don't have what it takes to go to the next step in my business. You know, so I thought I need to learn from people. And I had a, another mentor that I was working with, and this was back in 2016. And he said, have you heard of podcasting? And I'm like, no, I had no idea what it was. So he introduced me to the concept and I thought, awesome. It kills a couple of birds with one stone. I get to interview brilliant people and leaders and business owners, and I get to produce content um, that I can provide to our clients and bring additional value to the clients. So I thought, great. So here's where the story picks up, you know, and it's, it's guest number one, two, one, who I'm talking with right now, John Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guest on the show. You know, so I'd had 120 guests before him who were terrific, had great insights to bring, but that was part of the problem. I didn't need more insights and strategies. What was fascinating about what you were saying to me in that conversation was science. It was understanding um, that 95% of what we do happens subconsciously, unconsciously, meaning on autopilot, you know, so unless you're influencing those daily thoughts and actions, you know, you're going to be doing exactly what I was doing, which was like, I was running on a treadmill as fast Mm -hmm. as I could, but going nowhere in, um, in my business, the harder I ran and the faster I, you know, um, moved the less I, you know, Honestly, I was thinking, what the hell, you know, I'm, I'm making less money. I'm more stressed. I'm, you know, I'm um, sacrificing all of the different areas of my life. My marriage wasn't great at that point, to be honest with you, because all I thought about was work and figuring out how to, you know, keep this thing rolling that, um, you know, I thought, what the heck, 
you know, this wasn't the dream I had when I started my business, you know, and that's part of where my mind was when the two of us met too. So when you and this podcast were talking about, you know, your, our thoughts being subconscious and us having, having these patterns of behavior. And I thought I have never tried applying science to my life and to my business at all and understanding like literally how my brain works and that I can reprogram it to. So it was, that conversation was life altering for me. And so you and I had the opportunity to then uh, um, at the end of that podcast, I said, I want to try this. So let's do it. And then I'll report back to, um, you know, my community. And that's exactly what we did. And it was through that process that, um, you know, again, it's just been life-changing for me and my businesses broke through to the next level. I mean, like literally within well within a year's window of time, like I doubled my income and was just continued to double it right out of the gate. We broke through every barrier but here's the thing that I want to really emphasize, because I know we, you know, we talk about the extraordinary life. It's part of the title of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened for me that the biggest transformation was the transformation of myself and who I became through this process and the impact that this had on my stress level. Um, I had passion for my business again. I mean, that was one of the reasons why my business started doing better was because I literally, I lost that love and feeling. So mm-hmm. speak. like I was burnt out and like, uh, uh, you know, and so it gave that back to me and just gave me this control over my life and business that I hadn't had before. And I was not expecting that when, when you and I met, it was just, how do I get my business to break through to the next level? Right. I hadn't made the connection yet between this is about who you're becoming as a result of this methodology and going through this process. So, um, so anyway, I mean, we, it was so life altering that, um, you know, you asked me to join you um, as your partner and think it be it. And, um, and then we created an online course for people. Um, you know, I joined you and helped and help with your class at the university of Texas and um, so it's just been, it's wonderful. I love helping other, other people, entrepreneurs get the same kind of um, results and, and um, impact that this has had. I mean, it really has been transformational. So I just feel so grateful and, and lucky. And as much as you've said, you know, uh, in your story, you were talking about, you know, you meeting me was kind of one of those moments that meeting I mentioned earlier where my mentor had said, are you going to be disappointed? There are like three moments in my life like that, where I knew that the world kind of shifted on its axis, uh, on its axis for me. And, and our, the first time we met on that podcast was one of those moments. So. Wow. Well, you know, that, that is so cool. And, you know, I tell you, of course you and I have a ton of fun doing this, but you know, we're changing the world and mm-hmm. and I see how powerful it is to have a partner like you to to help uh, uh, I mean you know it's just it, it's it's totally life-changing that to, to to have you come into my life and and help on this process of of making a difference in the world and and you know from your story um, I see that uh, you know you're the biggest factor in your business, just like any optimum doer, you know, uh, you yourself 
are the biggest factor in that, that business. And if you're the biggest factor, how can you play the game of life and the game of being an entrepreneur at 20% of your potential uh, and expect that business to, to prosper? Because at the end of the day, the business is going to prosper based on your level of competence as an entrepreneur, uh, which re requires you taking the right actions. And, you know, I don't know if you felt this way, but, but, you know, I was telling, telling you, I, I worked harder than all my friends and, and I thought I deserved big success, but I was confusing working hard with being competent as an entrepreneur and, and they're not the same thing. And, and, you know, like I said, when, once I crossed over to netting seven figures a year, that it's happening because I'm taking better actions and those actions are happening automatically, right? A hundred percent. And, you know, John, you know, we, I've shared this in some other, you know, um, you know, perhaps even other podcast episodes, but I'll tell it really quick. I want people to understand what I, cause here's the thing, like, again, I mentioned, I knew some of the strategies. I knew some of the things that I needed to do as a leader to take things to the next level. And I would do those things for a window of time. This is mm -hmm. where the discipline thing right. we talk about. Right. And then something, a, th a curveball would get thrown one day, a fire would need to be put out. And I break my pattern of doing that thing. And then all of a sudden, as everybody here who's listening that's an entrepreneur knows, six months pass and you're like, what the heck happened you know, to the last six months and you haven't been doing that thing you needed to do. So um, one of those things that I knew I needed to do as a leader was I was stuck in the day-to-day -day of my business. I was grinding, work, solving every single problem. The person that everybody came to that was when there was an issue, lying outside my door in the office. Right. You know, and I'm a, a, an enabling you know, kind of people pleasing person by nature. You know, it's just mm -hmm. part of that programming that we talk about. That That's what we love about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've reprogrammed myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and it could probably be a good thing you did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so for example, as, as being a better leader, you know, I knew that solving their problems was going to keep me in the day to day and that it right. was a problem that I would, you know, so mm -hmm. I knew, well, what do you need to do? What can I do as a leader um, to what do I need to do when somebody comes to me with a problem? And I'm like, I need to start asking questions, you know, and so right. I'd have every intention of asking questions when they came in, but that old programming would creep in and I'd be solving their problem, you know, and they'd be halfway down the hall and I'd be like, right. oh, well, once I started using this methodology, you know, now the behavior that triggers when somebody comes and stands in my doorway and has a question, I never ask, answer their question. I always ask a question in return, at least one, but three is what I'm shooting for. So that by the time I've asked those questions, they've solved the problem and worked through it on their own. And through doing that in the moment, I can reinforce and say, hey, I love your thought process on that. Great job. You know, problem solved. They've moved out the door. Or, hey, have you thought about, that's one of my questions. What if you did it? What if you thought about it this way? So again, reinforcing that. So soon what happened was they had the confidence. They felt empowered to make decisions. And guess what? There was no line outside my door anymore. 
Mm. And I got on within about six months time or so, I got about 15 or so hours of my week back. Think about that. 15 hours to focus and be working on the things that actually move the needle in my business. Had I not had this methodology, like I would have always, because that's what we're designed to do, Mm -hmm. right? Flip back Mm -hmm. into that unconscious mode, which is people pleasing and enabling. And let's, let's face it too. When you solve a problem and you're that person in the company, you get something out of it. It feels good to solve the problem. There's ego there. There's all of that. So I'm like, how do I create the life I want as an entrepreneur? And I have to overcome this behavior that I have that is keeping me stuck in the day to day. So as I'm telling my story, I I wanted to share a little bit about like how this applies practically um, so that you so that you understand this is about changing some of those behaviors that are holding you back. And and it's not just the, the knowledge that I needed to change that. That's happening in the conscious brain. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I wanted, right. I knew I needed to do it. I wanted to do it. But when the moment would come, my unconscious would kick in and I'd fall back into that old pattern. That, that autopilot was just, you know, because you weren't influencing it, you fall back into, uh, you know, what you always, always do. So really, what really happened was you took control of your autopilot and, and asking you know, the, the questions was happening unconsciously uh, and happening automatically without thinking. That was the game changer, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't even think about it. It is my behavior now because of this methodology. I don't even think about it. Right. And so what, what do you think the big takeaway, uh, one or two or three things from, from your story for our audience? You know, uh, there's a, a couple. So one stands out and I want people to think about this. I mean, like, think about your brain. You know, it is the most powerful, you know, it's your greatest asset. It runs everything in your body and in your life, everything, your hormones, your emotions, your everything we're doing right now, blinking, hearing, processing, yet nobody has taught you how to use it. We haven't been taught. Our parents haven't taught us, our teachers haven't taught us how to utilize our brain to achieve the level of success or the extraordinary life, the exceptional life. Um, And so understanding that that piece for me has been an absolute, like learning how to influence my daily thoughts and actions to get the outcomes that I desire. So again, the cumulative effect of my daily actions determines the level of success that I have in my life. You know, and so that in and of itself um, was huge for me. And to do that, I you need to be very clear about the fact and understand that 95% of your thoughts are unconscious. So how do you influence those daily thoughts and actions consistently? And um, you know, so that you can override that over that that old programming because it is hardwired in there. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. You know, so I think those are are um really the key takeaways. And then playing, I no longer feel, I don't lay in bed awake at night thinking, God, why aren't you playing at your full potential? Why aren't you, you know, you've been given so much and I've experienced a lot of loss in life. And, and, you know, I, I always felt like I was letting those people down, you know, cause I like, I can, because I, you know, I should, because I can, you know, I've been given the gift. We talk about life being precious so much. Right part of our culture of our brand. And, um, 
you got one shot at this man, you yeah. know? And so you, you know, just being able to squeeze as much out of it as you can and make the kind of impact that you want to make in the world. And so that's the other thing too, is just, I don't lay awake, lay awake in bed at night anymore. Um, worried about whether I'm making the impact I want to make or living into my potential. And, and this, this methodology absolutely is the, the foundation of that. Right. Right. And, and, you know, it's, it's uh, I assume that you feel this way that, that it gives you control over your life, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, and I'll tell one more quick story. I know we need to wrap up here and everything, but I'll tell one more quick story. Yeah. I'm sure every um, person listening to this can relate. And John, um, we talk, we've talked about this multiple times. Okay, um, not to bring up the P word, you know, um, pandemic. Um, <laughs> but uh, back I'm glad you clarified that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so back in 2020. <laughs> I, um, so I have two, I have several companies, but two of them are related to staffing and to recruiting. Well, we all know what happened in March. Like nobody was hiring massive layoffs, unemployment through the roof. And I felt like the sky was falling. I had employees, their families, and it just, I mean, we, none of us anticipated this, right? right. My stress level was through the roof. If, but not um, like for a day or two. It was a dark couple of days, regardless of this yeah, method. Yeah. But through this method, it was okay, Kelly. So as soon as I would have, so I worked my methodology. It was like, okay, as soon as I triggered a negative or worry thought, because I was like, what if this happens? What if this happens? My brain went to that old programming. As soon right. as that thought would come up, I would trigger immediately to, okay, what's a solution? Get into solution mode. We can't focus on spend. 10% of the time on what the problem is and the rest of the time on the solution to the problem, take action. You know, so, I mean, there were things that were inside my method, you know, um, inside my template that helped me with my mindset through the whole thing and was able to come out of that time thriving, um, you know, and were able to stay alive in that, um, you know, from a business perspective in that um, crazy time and come out on the other side, actually, um, you know, in a better position. And I attribute it again to, um, to this methodology and back to what you just said, John, which was control. I had control over my thoughts. I was able to get them back in line fast when I started to go off the rails. Um, and it, had I not had this, I'm not quite sure how I would have managed all of that. Right. Well, you know, at the end of the day, all we all want is just control over our lives. Yes. And, and, and this is a new way of doing life that's, that's different than how 99% of the people do life. And, uh, you know, um, it's just powerful. And I, I love your story. I, I, uh, I think it's fabulous. So thank you for sharing it. Well, thank you for, for letting me share it. And if any of you are um, interested and want to connect, we love connecting with our community. Um, and so feel free to email either John or myself. You can catch John at john at thinkitbeit.com or me at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at thinkitbeit.com. Until then though, we'll see you on the next episode and, and just continue to aspire for the exceptional life. Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, 
send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life. <laughs>